You can't choose between life and death when you're dealing with what's in between. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. They're here. Some quotes from the 1982 horror classic Poltergeist, one of Hollywood's most cursed films, plaguing the cast with a series of tragedies after it wrapped. Welcome back to the world of paranormal. We have one hell of a door slamming show for you today. Uh, join me and our skeptic crusader as we go through the lights and confirm that this podcast is clear and talk all things poltergeist. Welcome back, my paranormal people. This week we will be diving into the topic of poltergeists and whether they're real. Just give us a knock. Just give us one knock for yes, sorry, and two knocks for no. Well, that's exactly what I will be trying to prove today. In today's podcast, sorry. As we make another attempt to turn our ghost host with the most, and indeed, some of you awesome listeners into believers in the paranormal. So, come into the light and let's all welcome, all the way from Sheffield... The ghost host, Mr. Ben Owen. Ben, I hope you're feeling spooktacular today. Oh, yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Brilliant. Yeah, nice. how are you? I'm, mate, I've, I've had a bag of Haribos. We both have. Now we're ready to go. We're ready to go, man, we're ready to go. Are we allowed to say Haribo? Uh, <laughs> We've had a bag of non-branded Non-branded sweet sweets that are normally produced with a teddy bear on the front. Yes. Sometimes a boy... Yeah, because kids and grown-ups love it, so... Happy World of Haribo. You just said it again. <laughs> We're going to be sued. And you're the producer. <laughs> we are going to be sued. we got to sort this. We've got to get it done. We've got to get it done. So, guys, hold on. I'm getting a message from the other side. <laughs> just to remind you guys that the podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So, with all that out of the way, it's time to get the most important question of all. Ben, you ghost host with the most. Yeah, you sceptic crusader. Do you believe in poltergeists? Do you know what? I, d- I don't know, to be perfectly honest. I haven't a clue. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I just don't think about it and it doesn't crop up in my day-to-day. Right, okay, okay. Well, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. So... The thing I like about Ben now, he's actually doing a bit of work for a change on the podcast, and he's he's literally <laughs> he's literally coming up with some. Hold uh, on, how are the? How do you think people hear these every week? Fairies. No. <laughs> how do you think your teeth get taken and you end up with money? Mum and Dad do that. No, I do the podcast. It's a tooth fairy. I do the podcast. I'm only joking. Ben works very very hard behind the scenes, watching Netflix. <laughs> but he, he has come up with yet another wonderful title for each segment. So I'm going to pass you over to Ben, and I'm sure it'll be something about closing the hatchets and doors. Oh, the episode titles, the segment titles this week are awful. Falter, guess what? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. You should hear the next one. I forgot to even write it down. It was that bad. Oh, dear me. Okay, so, Poltergeist what? Yeah, because what are we talking about? We're talking about Poltergeist, aren't we? Exactly. Yeah. So, I felt like segment titles were redundant this episode. So. No, I like it. I like it. I couldn't think idea. of any. It's a good idea. But listen, to fully understand Poltergeist, we need to get right down to the roots of their origins. The word Poltergeist comes from the German word Polten, to make sound or to rumble. 
and geist, ghost or spirit. And the term is self-translated directly to noisy ghost, rumble ghost or loud spirit. Or Ben, for instance. I am none of those things. I'm on about the other Ben that you used to work with who's quite oh, loud. I remember that Ben. Older Mullins. Yeah. Yes. Oh. For those of you that, 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 that won't know, and you will all not know, Ben Mullins is quite a loud person when he's on the telephone. So Just there we are. Just a quick note. Do you want to scooch forward a little bit? Why am I scooching forward, Ben? Just so the mic will pick you up more. Okay. Is that any I better? I sat closer to the table. Yeah, it's better, I think. Talk. Perfect. Talk. In the paranormal world, it's Ooh, widely believed. <laughs> it's widely believed. Normally, this is all done before the podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're getting a sneak preview into what Ben has to go through working with me. Yeah. Yeah. He used to have long flowing hair. Did I? No, you just, just, you just ginger. I'm not ginger. <laughs> you are. This is this is the world's biggest lie. Is it? Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's the world's biggest lie. It is. There are multiple cover-ups, but this is the worst. This is the conspiracy of all conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember where we were in this podcast. I exactly know where we were because I've got the script. Well, then carry on. Let's do it. In the paranormal world, it's widely believed that a poltergeist is a spirit or a ghost responsible for a physical disturbance that causes a loud noise, an object to be moved, destroyed, or maybe even just shuffled around. Could they be blackjack dealers? No. But they can shuffle. <laughs> Every dealer shuffling. Could they cha-cha slide? Oh, you can always ask them, you know, hello, whoever's there. To the left one time. I'm scared of now talking spirits this episode because we're in a dark room. Exactly. Oh, I should get my EVP out and we could just start maybe asking random questions. If you want to do that. Go grab it. It's just on my desk. It's on your desk. So we've got an EVP system and I'm going to carry on talking poltergeist while we go and get the EVP system. See, he's asking me what the EVP looks like. It's just like a, it's just like a recording device. It's in a box. Oh my god. Yes, it's the Olympus one. Okay, most real world claims of poltergeist or their fictional uh, descriptions show them as being um, capable of pinching, biting, hitting, and occasionally tripping people. As we already said, uh, they're also um, uh, depicted uh, dep oh, dep as, 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 ca as capable of movement and causing objects to levitate, which is an amazing, amazing fact. You know, there are many, many videos that I'm sure Ben will try to kind of say don't exist, where you can see things moving, chairs moving, etc. There was quite a quite a good example when um, celebrities have been doing sort of their their podcasts and their you know their live videos, and in the background chairs have moved, etc. And these are the sort of things that we that, that we are going to kind of look into on this particular uh, episode. Now, you an EVP. You've got, I've got an EVP, people. So we're gonna we're gonna just press record. Oh, is it like record and play back? It's a record and play back. So just before I continue, if there is anybody in this building, the Be More Social building, that would like to speak to either myself or Ben, we welcome you to speak to us. Please speak through this device, and we will play it back. Thank you so much. I'm Batman. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is, randomly now, I, I, I've been polite at the beginning. I'm going to give it to Ben. Ben can randomly ask a question. 
How long are we going to play the EVP for? Because we're going to want to play it back. Play it for a little while, uh, and then and then stop, and then do another one. Okay. Okay. And my apologies again. Do you again. like cheese? <laughs> yes or no? Do you like cheese? Anyway, we've got to get through this, my man. So this could be furniture or cutlery. It could be noises such as knocking on doors. Um, it's, it's, it's also pretty common that a foul smell gets associated with poltergeist. Do you like foul smells? <laughs> but, but that doesn't give you an excuse to not wash and blame it on a ghost, people. You know, whoever put that joke in the script must be hilarious. That was you, right? That was you, yeah. Oh, dear. Sometimes I do little jokes. Also, also spontaneous uh, fires and different electrical issues, such as flickering lights, can often be thought to be linked to poltergeist activity. Most paranormal experts, like myself, would describe them as troublesome spirits who haunt a particular person rather than just target a specific location. I I remembered something you meant to ask the spirits. What's that? Can you say our names back to us? Can you say Sean or can you say Ben? Sean, Ben. So talking to the spirit in the room, if you're here, can you give us your name? Uh, and again, we we are asking with uh, politeness. We're asking... He is. ...from a, uh, a good place. He is. And I would say, if you can speak to us in any way, please, by all means, come through on this And if channel. you need... A physical host, Sean, is available. So, you know, that is not the case. That is the case. Uh, Sean I, is available. I, 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 I obviously have been doing very, very, very few uh, situations where I've done that and it's not good. So that is not the case. That is the case. But what I would say to you is this. Please talk through this device. Please let us know that you're here. And if there's anything that we can uh, that you can tell us about yourself, please do. You've got five seconds before we stop recording. Say your name. Five, four, three, two, one. So we we stop we stop recording. I scan think what, this footage. What 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 Ben's going to go and do is scan the footage as 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 we carry on. So Portuguese folklore. This is a little bit different in every culture, but most cultures do have their own version. Early claims of spirits that supposedly rashed or, torment, or tormented their victims date all the way back to the first century, but references of poltergeist became a lot more common in the early 17th century. Looking into some of the most, uh, I would say, famous um, and, and uh, well-known um, hauntings had me thinking, and I thought to myself, you know, what, what, what would be a good... What would be a good way to start this? And quite frankly, what came to me straight away was the Amateurville horror. Now, Amateurville, most of us have heard of Amateurville and know it's a famous setting of the book, The Amateurville Horror, or the series of films, the story of the Amateurville Horror, can actually be traced back to a real-life murder case in Amateurville in November of 1974 when Ronald DeFerro Jr. shot all six members of his family at 112 Ocean Drive. It was in December of 1975 that George and Kathy Lutz 
and Kathy and Kathy's three children moved into the house. But they left after 28 days and claimed to have been terrorised by something paranormal within the house. Jay Anson's novel is said to be based on these events, but has been the subject of much controversy. The murder case actually happened. It's heavily documented, but the house being haunted remains a matter of debate. A debate that we'll tap into more in the up, in, in upcoming episodes. It is definitely something worth thinking about. I mean, I've watched the Hammerterville uh, movie, as I'm sure most of you have, and read into the read into the book. But it's a it's a lot of um, there's a lot of strange happenings that happened on there. There's a lot of um, situations that that you didn't really want to think about. I mean, to be living in a place where you know. It starts off with a knocking and a few whispers and a few things that say, hey, okay, um, you know, it's okay for this, you know, can you hear me, that sort of thing. And then items being moved, um, items being re-looked uh, at, etc. and so forth. These are things that are, are not are not normal. Um, but we will dive into the amateur Valora as a special uh, or the Emmettville House, as, as, as well as the special episode. Not to dwell on it too much, but I would recommend uh, looking into some of the paranormal uh, investigation books that are out there that back up some of these and that also give you a uh, another look on everything. Hello. So, ben, we've just been talking about the Amateurville horror. Do you have anything to say about the Amateurville horror? Um, nothing that I won't say in a few weeks. Okay. Okay. Did we get anything on the EVP? Absolutely bugger all. Well, you know what that means? Be more social is not be more haunted. Oh. Or it could be it's just that unfortunately Feeble we've not spirits. we've just not had the opportunity to, to to spend a bit more time in an investigation. Feeble, feeble spirits. So we, we we tend to spend a lot of time in the United States of America, don't we, Ben? With the horrors and the ghosts and the ghoulies and the werewolves and the vampires. We do. Wouldn't it be nice to see around the London borough? Wouldn't it be nice to get down to London? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. For yeah. once in your 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 bloody lives. Yeah. Just get out of London. Down London. And we're going to, in the Elmfield haunting. So in August 1977, I was a, just a... A newborn at this time, born in March of 1977. Yeah, you were. I was just a little baby wanting to know more about the paranormal. I, I didn't know anything about the paranormal at that age. But anyway, Peggy Hodson, a single parent, always, they're in London by all means, called the police to her rented home in Enfield. She was claiming that she saw, a, uh, she, that, that she was claiming that she saw, that she witnessed furniture moving that had two of her four children said that the knocking sounds that were there were heard on the walls. Did you just have a stroke? I that? did have a bit of a stroke, yeah. <laughs> so let me start again. She, she was claiming that the furniture was being moved. The children were claiming that it was knocking on the walls. And when the police constable came to the, came to the, uh, the house, the police constable said that she saw a chair wobble uh-huh. and slide, but could not determine the cause of the movement. Okay. That's a police officer. Now look, let's 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 because I know you're a skeptic and you're going to tell me that it was on a string or it was a remote control chair. Yeah. But this is a police officer. She's come to investigate this situation. 
And in investigating this situation, Ben, mm-hmm. she's realised that this chair's moving by itself. Yes. And you want my opinion on that? I do want your opinion on that, because police officers don't... They're not, not going to lie, are they? They're not going to say... <laughs> would a police officer ever lie but would a police to officer, cover something up? Would a police officer say it was paranormal? Uh, I don't know. It's very unlikely, isn't it, to think I that? think, to be fair, in a situation where they don't benefit from saying... <gasps> from a situation... Sean just showed me a USB on his EVP. Maybe you should plug it in and you might get a better reception. Maybe you're just trying maybe, to... Maybe, race. but... Maybe there is something here. Maybe. So, there's a... You know, like... the This police officer in no way... What are you doing? Oh, that's, that's... This police officer is in no way profiting from claiming to have seen something paranormal nope and you know they're not covering anything up which i think i would get it in a situation where they were like someone was killed and they were like it was a poltergeist but in this situation if they say no nothing listen the police officer didn't didn't want to be interviewed didn't want to have anything to do with the movie or the tv show but did confirm that she was there and didn't make any tv show the enfield hunt haunting there you are proof that it happened no because i've also watched merlin proof that it happened (laughs) (laughs) i don't know where you keep going on about this okay but hear me out benjamin i'm hearing you out that's what we do with the podcast i know right but claims would keep coming in such as dismembered voices loud noises thrown toys overturned chairs and children levitating <laughs> i love the idea of someone be like a kid's flying <laughs> that's just so funny to me but listen throughout the 18 months that followed more than 30 people including neighbors psychic researchers and journalists say that they saw heavy furniture being moved by itself objects being thrown across the room and the daughters seemed to levitate several feet from the ground. Many also heard and recorded knocking noises and gruffed voices. The story was covered by the Daily Mirror, a reputable paper, thank you. The most reputable paper in the UK. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> they don't, they're not involved in any scandals. Listen, until the report came to the, came to an end in 1979. Now, listen, what do you have to say about that, man? I mean, um, come on. Nothing. Exactly. You are, without <laughs> a doubt, 150% convinced right now. But it doesn't stop there, Ben. Let me tell you about some ghost hunters and what they think. Okay. Which ghost hunters? Any ghost hunter. Me, for instance. Okay. I'm a ghost hunter. I'm out there saying, if there is any ghost out there that wants to use Ben's body to talk to me tonight... That was me. By all I means, use that. Jump into Ben's mm, body. Get your own thing. <laughs> I just want them to jump into your body. That'd be funny. No. So anyway, some ghost hunters and paranormal experts have voiced the theory that a poltergeist is actually the emotions of a troubled soul built up during times of stress. Yep. So the theory became known as... Are you ready for this? Go on. Spontaneous, reoccurring, psychokinesis. Yes. Just let's, let's just take a second to say that there were three really difficult words for me to pronounce, and I smashed them. Yeah. Sure. What do you want? A medal? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm like Motley. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that reference. I'm not old. <laughs> no, but you look old, don't you? Well, I look in my prime. 
or Optimus, anyway, yes. which, like a big metal which truck. suggests that built-up stress will eventually be unconsciously projected outwards in the form of mental energy, which can impact the physical environment and produce the signs that, that are commonly attributed to a poltergeist. But these are not obviously whole-toned of evidence uh, to support the, support, the, support the notion, but this is what some paranormal ghost hunters think, that a poltergeist is drawn to a but negative energy within the house. Here's the thing, Sean. We worked together for a long time, yes? We did. Uh, and in that time, in those eight months, do you think I reached a peak of stress that man rarely ever reaches? No. Because I think I did most days. Yeah, but the problem... And yet no right. one's throwing stuff in my house that isn't a human. No, right. Let me put this way, though. But you're a Christian, right? I am. Your family are all Christians, right? They are. Yeah, it's difficult for a ghost to get into that house, and yeah. it must be fair. Of course, so convenient. <laughs> that's like that's, that's that's like somebody from Labour knocking on your door and seeing whether you want to vote. Anyway, moving. I vote Labour. <laughs> you're not right wing again, are you? Labour's the are left wing. Are you left wing? I don't know what you are anymore. So. <laughs> I was right winged last week, but all last month, and all of that got cut out of the podcast. But do you, do you know what I don't understand? <laughs> There's a lot of right wing ramblings <laughs> you know that got cut out of that. Episode. Do you know what I don't understand, Ben? Right? Yeah. You probably didn't realise, and here's why: you didn't have the seven signs of poltergeist activity. What are the seven signs of poltergeist activity? Are you ready? Number one: disappearing objects. For example, do you ever put a set of keys down or your phone down and place it in a place you always remember to place it but then when you turn around a minute later it's gone boom poltergeist you know it to be boom poltergeist do you know what let's move on to two number two boom objects levitating or thrown okay imagine you're sitting in your room you're watching tv you're totally engrossed in brooklyn 99 i, I can, can tell see it. you I can tell you rewrote what I put. Yes. When suddenly <laughs> a bowl of popcorn that you've been munching on rises from the coffee table, floats through the air a few feet, and then drops on the floor. Boom, poltergeist. Boom, poltergeist. Scents, senses, sorry, scent and odd, and, and odd odors. Are you odors. ready? Odors. Are you ready for this? Go on. So, no one in your house is a smoker, right? That's correct. Right. But on occasion, there's a distinct smell of cigarette smoke that fills up the bathroom. What? Or you're dressing for bed and suddenly an overpowering scent of lilacs fills the I room. Hate lilacs. Boom, poltergeist. Boom, poltergeist. What else could it be? Electrical interference. Wow. Let me tell you, picture this. It's three o'clock in the morning. You're shot out of sleep by the radio downstairs, turning on full blast playing Peter Andre. It doesn't have a remote control. That could have set it off accidentally. That's mad because I don't have a radio, but boom, poltergeist. <laughs> boom, poltergeist. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Power from nowhere. Phantom power? Phantom That's what they power. call the thing on our soundboard. Okay, you probably have one of these because you're Christian. An antique clock on nope. a fireplace mantle. I don't have either of those things. <laughs> do you have a neighbour that does? I don't know. Let's say you do. Okay, okay, so your neighbour has got an antique clock on a fireplace mantle. Hasn't worked for years, but it's a family heirloom. So heirloom. they've decided to keep this. Yes. And you, you, you like how it looks there. No. Nope. So you've kept it. 
Out of the blue, it begins to chime. What? And the second hand resumes moving, no even way. though the clock hasn't been working or wounded in 10 years. Boom, poltergeist. Boom, poltergeist. Now, this is one of the biggest... This is how you're going to know, man. Knocks, rapping, footsteps and other noises. Rapping? Yeah, no, I mean... What's up, darling? I've been keeping my eye on your movements. I can't see no room for improvement. So while you're all over there on your Jack Jones, you got to let me get behind your backbones because I'm the man for the job. Let me work it. I won't waste no time. I'll make it perfect. you got a body to die for. Let me murk it. <laughs> did, your, did, your, did your lady know what she's marrying? Yeah. Yeah, bless her. She loves me. Oh, she does a lot of charity work, I'm sure. She does. <laughs> That's where she met you, I bet. Nope. Carry on. <laughs> okay, so, not, not that rapping, but footsteps and other noises. But I will say, that was pretty good. Thank you. You're in the office. You're trying to edit the podcast script, but you find it hard to concentrate when someone is in the other room banging on the wall for some reason. So you go in to investigate or tell them off. But then you remember your family is out at the shops. No one else is in the home. You mean boom? Poltergeist. That's what I'm talking about. And then the final one. You've ignored all six. You've laughed it off. <laughs> Fun. There's no such thing as poltergeist. No such You're thing. You're walking around the house. What about some kids sat in their bed, sat in the room because they can't stand how their parents are always fighting? The constant yelling and screaming is driving them crazy. They sit on the floor in the corner of their room crying with their face in their hands and suddenly wince from a sudden wince. pain in their back. <laughs> when they check in the mirror, they find fresh scratches. Boom! Poltergeist. Physical attacks. So, Ben, listen, we've gone through a lot. You've, we have. You've tried the the EVP. And it's, nothing came back, remember no, that? <laughs> let's be fair, you didn't plug it in and you didn't use all, 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 all the things. So I'm going to let you take that home, Ben, and I'm going to let you plug it I'm in. I'm going to talk to a ghost in my house. Oh, you need to plug okay. it in this next time. No, 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 because my house is definitely haunted. Oh, hold on, Ben, what is it? It's absolutely haunted. Right. Not by a poltergeist. So let's get this straight, Ben. Are you ready? So, Ben. It's time to address where you are on the supernatural or super not scale. Yes. So over to you, Ben. And let me say, let me just be honest with you. You missed it. You missed the Amateurville thing playing with the playing with the, the recorder. Thing. The Amateurville. You missed it playing with the video recorder. It's cool because I reviewed the script. So, Sean Courtney. Let me refresh our memories on the supernatural super not scale. Oh yeah. So. Basically, the supernatural supernot scale is our scale to chart where we think things fall. If I score something a one to three, it's a supernot. Absolutely, get this out of my face. This isn't a real thing. Why are you talking about werewolves for, Sean? Dog. Why, why are you only telling me about people waking up and telling me zombies exist? That kind of crap. A four to seven is a super normal. Yeah. So that's your things. Go ahead. I, I, I have to say, I totally 100% proved both zombies and werewolves. Nope. So the supernormal, that's, you know, that's the things where like, eh, maybe, but also maybe it's something else. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what we talked about that was a supernormal. Can you? Supernormal, we, you, you went with, you went with zombies. Was, was last, no, 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 no. Zombies was a zero. 
Uh, last supernormal. Last month, I believe, was a supernormal, but I don't. Be- I don't remember what we talked about. Oh yeah, UFOs was a supernormal. Yeah, because, because you, you believe that there's something. That, yes. Yeah. 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 So UFOs, they were a supernormal, um, and I'm getting notifications. I'm reading them. Cool. Uh, and an eight to ten is a supernatural. That's a naughty picture. Go on. <laughs> no, it is not. It's from Fire Pit. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So supernatural. Uh, that club, the fire pit, with the strippers. Yes. That is not a place, and that's not what they do. Oh, it was actually from Revive. Um, but anyway, anyway. Supernatural, that's obviously, uh, I think, Crossroad Demons. Yeah. Supernatural, uh, Demons as a whole, Supernatural. That is 8 to 10. So. I'm intrigued on this one. Poltergeist. Because you, you say you've got a ghost. Yeah. So there's, you, you believe that there is there is there is something out there. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I I'm genuinely torn. I'm not normally this torn. Uh I'm somewhere it's be an eight, then, it? I'm somewhere between a seven and an eight. Do the eight. You've got but, a ghost. Well let me explain my thinking, right? Do I believe in ghosts? Absolutely. We're looking at about a nine for right, ghosts. Right, okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. Did I come into this believing in poltergeists? No. I would have put it at like a three or a four. <laughs> That was weird. A, th- a three or a four. And so... That was louder than I wanted. So... Ah, oh man. Because I'm not really necessarily convinced by what I've seen today. A little I bit. Didn't bring a ghost in. Hi, I'm Dave, the poltergeist. How are you today? I read some stuff that I found. But then also everyone claims that there's a spirit in this building that likes to knock on... Rick's office doesn't door. Mean that, yeah, but you won't take right viewers. Right, he doesn't no, 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 believe no. in vaults, poltergeists, but he refuses to take this home. This because this EVP ghost. I'm giving it a seven because you fought because mm. of your struggle. I'm giving it a seven. No, no, you live no. with it. The seven. I don't believe it. <laughs> but, but, <sighs> Sean, when you're shushed, what time is it? Chishing time. It's time. <laughs> it's time for the segment where we hear what they say. We, the the people of the people, we reach out to the people, uh, and the people don't get back to us. So we go to a website. That's all picking up on there when you're pressing these buttons. It won't play back. I know. Let's sort it soon. Sean, put it down. <laughs> He's took it off me, viewers. He's took it off me. This is a segment where we visit the Moss Eisley Cantina of the internet. The hive of scum and villainy that is Reddit. And welcome, Sean. Come on down and play You Reddit here first. I feel like you should get that, you know, that... that... Clapping sound yeah, effects. get it on the get it on the phone. Let's do it. I'm and not going to put it on that way. I can put it th- in the podcast. No, do it now. No, we're going to delete it anyway. Do it now. No. All right then. <laughs> it's time, Sean, for you read it here first. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, SpongeBob was ready, and so am I. I'm first going to talk to you about hotel haunting experiences. This is a man called uh, the Jelly Something. The, the, the what? He's got something to do with jelly in his name. Let me tell you what he calls himself. Oh, my God. Are you ready? No. Because you love the people of Reddit, don't you? They're my people. They are with their names. Like, I am Lord of Reddit. Uh, jelly Village. 
Jelly Village. Okay. Jelly Village. That's not bad. It's so, not the worst. Are you ready for what Jelly Village? I think is me telling and all the viewers today. have been ready for for a while. So <clears throat> they say hotel haunting experience. Don't you know? Shut up, man. All right. <laughs> so, are you ready? I just said so. Yeah, but then you sang something. The hotel I'm working at. The hotel I'm working at. He made it like a spelling mistake and it tripped me up. The hotel I'm working in at the moment has has a friendly ghost. And I believe it's the previous owner who used to work for, who I used to work for originally some 30 years ago when I was a room attendant. She stands on a landing and only scares the dogs that come to stay. A guest once encouraged her dog up the stairs and said, it's okay, she's friend- She's a friendly spirit, and she likes dogs. She then admitted she sensed her. The previous owner had always had two or three dogs at a time, uh, and the heavy fire doors open along the corridor with no airflow, and then you can smell strong, newly lit cigarette smoke. She always had a cigarette in... Hold on! She always had a cigarette in the corner of her mouth with over an inch of ash hanging off it, and one eye shut. Because the smoke drifted up onto it, drifted up into it all the time. The staff are called by name down the corridor, so they come out of the room. They're working in to see who is calling them, but there is no one there. One bedroom on the fourth floor used to be the servants' bedrooms many years ago. There is a woman scream. Uh-huh, there, is, there was a woman who screamed really loudly to the point that we have got security up, believing a woman has been assaulted, only to find the room vacant. This has occurred three times in the year alone, in the past year alone. So that's the first of this guy's stories. What are you thinking? Well, let me go back to uh, something that I mentioned previously on the Supernatural podcast. That is, does still Sean sense and odors. So no one in the house smokes, right? But occasionally you can, there's a distinct smell of cigarette smoke that fills the, in this area of the bathroom. Are you calling boom poltergeist? I'm calling boom pop, you don't stop. It's look. It's, it's it's common that somebody that is attached to, um, especially a house where they did a lot of uh, good there, whether it was um, serving people or they had a lot of love for it, that they they, they will hang around. And it's not it, for me. That is that, that that that's a straight up ten. Cool. So next one. Uh, this is the same person. They leave four stories, and then I've got a treat for you. So number oh, two, is it chocolate. Nope. Hmm. Another hotel I worked in for five years was really the spookiest I've ever encountered. Oh, pause. Go on. How many hotels has this guy worked in? A lot. This is kind of the whole thing. Uh, he's not very good at his job then. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was originally three large townhouses, which were then joined together over 200 years ago to oh. form a hotel. Oh. At the back of the basement floor, function room was specially adapted kitchen with a long corridor to a boiler room. Uh-huh. After most evening functions, when the room was cleared and reset, this room is a woman in full Edwardian costume with no visible legs floated down through the kitchen Seeing and disappeared into the boiler room. It was found that her walk had originally been a road. Wow. Now, I, this is going to be very, 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 very strange, but I used to work in a hotel in Doncaster, and I will not name the hotel because mm. I don't know if I can. Is it Premier Inn? 
No, it's the Earl of Doncaster. Okay. Yeah, you can say it. Okay. So I worked in the Earl of Doncaster. If anybody's local to Doncaster and wants to stay in the Earl of Doncaster, this is one haunted hotel. I used to work as a night porter there. And when dealing with putting away the tables or setting up the tables, we had to go down this one sort of like little uh, corridor that led to kind of uh, a dark, dark area where all the tables and the chairs went, etc. And I laughed it off at first when my, when my, uh, my boss told me that this was haunted. And I was very, 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 very uh, quickly changed of mind. The first thing, my first occurrence was there was a chair that moved out. There was a row of chairs, they moved out. The second occurrence was I was putting the chairs away mm-hmm. and uh, an item of on the shelf flew off the shelf. And the third occasion was that we saw a lady in, um, I wouldn't say Victorian kind of uh, normal clothes, but sort of clothes where you would be if you was uh, working in the house, like a maid's outfit, yeah? Yeah. Um, just walking straight across the stage into the, into the, through the, the adjacent door. So this is without a doubt something that's very common in hotels um, because obviously the history and the, the amount of people that have, that have, uh, been in the building prior to it being a hotel and prior to it prior prior to it being even built but yeah no that's a that's 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 definitely a very 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 common ghost story a lot of people do give ghost stories on hotels and again that's a 10 out of 10 for me my man see my granddad has a similar story that one day i'll maybe share i just need to get all the details from him okay but very quickly before i move on to the next one i do take an issue with that story that they say that it's in a basement but they found out that was like an edwardian road which doesn't make sense because obviously a basement of an edwardian house is is below a road because the house was 200 years old already no but you don't it was joined together 200 years you ago. you would have to you would have to dig the foundation so the original foundation would have been a road yeah but also no because the and house is old so the house has been there and they converted it essentially all. every every property has either been a part of a field or a part of a road hasn't it yeah but not below it all the time anyway number three Twice. in the same hotel two children oh i don't know if i want to read this one yeah i'm gonna skip over that one it's uh it's about death um, dumb, dumb, dumb. Not to upset you, but all ghost stories are somewhere along the It was a very graphic, child-related one. Oh, no, we'll miss that. I don't want to go into that. Yeah, no. uh, four, a colleague I worked with once coincidentally worked in a small guest house which was situated on the same road as this hotel. It's on the uh, road again. Yeah. She said that uh, when the kitchen had a huge walk-in fridge installed in the 1990s, there were a lot of weird things that must have been disturbed by the work. A chef was collecting something off the shelf and in said fridge and turned only to come face to face with a pair of black square silver buckled shoes with legs that were covered in white stockings. That rose to red pantaloons at the knees, which then disappeared through the top of the fridge. The feet were in line with his face and stationary it was believed that at one time there would have been a floor where this apparition was standing and it was possibly a servant in full livery. <laughs> so ben, I feel, I feel there's a little bit kind of, um, bit of, bit of humor there for that one. I think this guy is either the luckiest paranormal mm-hmm. investigator in the world. He's not a paranormal investigator. He's just, he's, 
he normally mm. talks about his experience working in hotels and decided to talk about his experience with ghosts in hotels because people kept asking. Okay. Okay, so no, it's not uncommon to see um, partial um, apparitions. No, it's not uncommon to see partial apparitions at different levels of, 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 of levitation. However, what is uncommon is for it to be round too many electrical items, not affect them electrical items, but still manifest so strongly. Because you see, a manifestation of a ghost requires energy. Mm-hmm. So such as where we, we replay a recording and get the EVP to talk to it, it's because our ears can't hear that. So it requires a certain level of, of, of you know, with, I'd have to say, you know, based on that story, there wasn't anything that said there was a flickering light. There wasn't anything that said, I mean, look, you've got the fridge, you've got the kitchen you know, working, and this, 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 this is a full manifestation of of that he could describe what this you know what, what this lower half of this body was 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 wearing i would give that myself because it's not uncommon but i don't think his story is fully true i'm gonna go with a seven going with a seven okay and now sean my treat for you to chocolate no someone's back no Mr. way. Socks and Mr. Pickford. Mr. Pickford. Mr. Pickford. So are you ready to hear um, Mr. Pickford appears again? Before we hear Mr. Pickford appears again, what can we have a Mr. Pickford jingle when we do Mr. Pickford? Um, maybe. Um, you're the producer. I'm just saying, do it. So, Mr. Pickford appears again. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love Mr. Pickford. I posted about this particular ghost of mine before, but since my last post, things have been quiet. Very, oh. very quiet. Oh, no. Only once did I notice anything out of the ordinary since posting last. Technically, my cat noticed it before I did, but that's a minor detail. Today, so- however... Dear Mr. Pickford made another appearance. Yes. At 9am on a Wednesday morning, I like this because normally ghost things are centred at night. I'd, yeah, I've, I've had this like conversation with ghost. somebody quite recently, and it wasn't you before you say, mm-hmm. um, that, that they find it very strange. Uh, another sceptic just like you find it very strange that things, whenever they, do, when they really see a paranormal investigation, they're in a dark room like we are now. They're in a, you know, they're in a dingy place that's probably got some old pipes, etc. and so forth. Um, and they're the type of people I want to take on our investigations when we do it, Ben. But yeah, carry on. At 9am on a Wednesday morning, while I was working from home due to illness, I heard a knocking sound from my walls. I turned down the volume of the podcast I was listening to. Dust so I could, It wasn't out at this point. Well, it was, but she wasn't listening. Or she he. Was. Or they. He was. I turned down the volume of the podcast I was listening to so I could pinpoint the source of the knocking. I thought it might be mice because it's an old house and we've had mice in the walls before, but it didn't sound like them on the inside of the walls. I didn't come from one of those places. Uh, oh, it didn't come from one of the two walls. Well, I've man, I've really messed up here. 
Didn't sound like mine. I didn't, sound... to, I didn't want to say open because I, I didn't want to. I don't, I, unlike you, I don't want to highlight your flaws. Well, I think I'm having like one a, of your flaws is reading. I think my brain's just died because it's an old house and we've had mice in the walls before, but it didn't sound like mice. It sounded distinctly like someone knocking on the inside of the walls. Didn't come from one place though. The knocks were all spread out across two walls. The knock would be on the left side of the wall, then the next, less than a second later. Mm. would be on the right corner of the adjacent wall. Wow. Weird, yes. Unnerving, definitely yes. Scary, no. I didn't feel unsafe like I often do when Mr Pickford gets up to his shenanigans. My cat, who is always the first to sit up and stare when our paranormal housemate is up... Uh, when our, she means ah. When our paranormal housemate is up to no good, stayed soundly asleep by my feet, and barely bad an eyelid at the knocking. So, that reinforces my belief that the spirit had no ill will. But, what did he want? Did he just want my attention? If so, what for? Yet again, I have 101 questions that I'm racking my brains and trolling the internet to find answers for. Wow. And that is, uh, that's this week's Mr. Pickford. Do you know what, right? Mr. Pickford is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. He is, he, he is absolute proof to me that a poltergeist exists. Because I, mean, I don't think we, when we started on week one of Mr. Pickford, I don't think you were 100%, were you? I weren't 100%, no, but I mean, once, once, you, once you delve into what he's going through, yeah. you know, I, I, I'd like to know if you can ask him questions that join this next. They. they know, them, him, him, whatever. I'd like to know if at this time there was a, a low feeling. It, you know, was he okay for a bit? And then, well, that's they did dig into that on their their first post. That, they did, yeah. But I mean, now there's been a period of of quietness, right? Yeah. So and I'm, then we had this period the way it just showed himself, manifested himself. Was there a particular stress that he was going through at that particular, or they, or he, or she, whoever was going through at this particular time that could have manifested Mister Pickford's activity again? Potentially, and uh, I can ask, and we'll find out. In the episodes to come, um, what I do know is that next month uh, we do have another Mr. Pickford, the current final in the Mr. Pickford saga. Wow. Uh, but I'm going to try and chase it up and get whatever we can. I would genuinely like to have whoever is writing Mr. Pickford's story on as a guest. I know. I've sent them a message. Good. But Mr. Pickford, still 10 out of 10? Still 10 out of 10. Well then, Sean. I'm a fan. That is it for you read it here first this week. And indeed, indeed so, that is it for the for today's and this month's podcast. Um, so before Ben does all his closing statements and takes over again, I'd just like to say, we are soon making this podcast weekly, aren't we? Uh, we are, so... Um, I think episode 10 might be the first of the weekly podcast so just to know, just to let you know how difficult it is working with me ben has been chasing me up for the poltergeist script so he could edit it for how long um about two weeks yeah and then i send it to him on what last sunday you did not send it to me last sunday when did i send it to you you sent this to me 1am on thursday morning yeah it's friday now with respect I, with respect i i wrote it on wednesday <laughs> So the first Dust Till Sean weekly episode is episode 10. There we are. There we are, are on episode 8 currently. There we So in are. July we go weekly. But I'm a bit giddy about next episode. 
I'm a bit giddy. Well, uh, do you want me to do the closing statement so we can find out what that is? I do indeed, because I'm giddy! Okay, so... Next episode, and much to my displeasure, we're going to be talking about Ouija boards, but we will not have a Ouija board here. We've already got one in here. I will break it. Don't break a Ouija board, that's just stupid. In the meantime, please follow us on Instagram, uh, follow us on Facebook, leave us a review on whatever app you're listening to the podcast on, whether that's Spotify, stop the tapping because they can hear it. Uh, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please leave us a review. It really, really helps. And we love to hear your nice thoughts. If you have any feedback, if you have a supernatural story, if there's a particular topic that you want to hear us talk about, whatever it is, please email us at dusttillshawnpod at gmail.com. That's dusttillshawnpod at gmail.com. Wow, Ben, you say that like just you're just brilliant at that, my man. Yes, I am. But Reddit, you're rubbish at. Um, great. But what I would say to you guys is, yeah, I really want to know what you'd like us to talk about. I mean, me and Ben have got a criteria. We have got something that we're gonna we've got to speak about. But if there's something up that, to episode sixty four. But if you want to jump in and go ah, move an episode out and talk about this, we will do it. Okay. So Ben, it's time to end the podcast. Yes. So. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> oh, Ben, wow. Guys, thank you very much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And I cannot wait to do the live Ouija board here nope. next month with Ben. And Owen. I won't be here next episode if a Ouija board is in my space. <laughs> There's one in the office. Then it will die. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye.